Hi, and welcome to Soul Powerful Parables, stories of rhyme, reason, and God's truth. I'm your host, Dana Buck. Thanks for listening. And if you like the story, please consider subscribing and give us a five-star rating where you enjoy your podcasts. It really helps us. We'd also love to hear from you, so contact us on Facebook at Soul Powerful Parables. Now, settle in, and let's have a story. Broken Teacups, a so powerful parable by Dana Buck. The righteous cry out, and the Lord hears them. He delivers them from all their troubles. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. Psalm 34, verse 17 through 18. All the pieces of our lives especially the broken ones, become beautiful in the hands of God. Broken Teacups A Soul Powerful Parable by Dana Buck Once there was a little house set on a country lane. Some might call it ordinary, nondescript, or plain. But that would be deceiving, for in truth we all know well. Sometimes the simplest dwellings have the grandest tales to tell. And so it is this morning, as we venture through the door, into a lovely parlor with exquisite oaken floors. A room that's set aside, exclusive, proper, and held dear, considered extra special by the lady living here. This space so intimate has felt her decorator's touch, from the fine handcrafted table to the maple china hutch. Resplendent in simplicity and always clean and neat, it serves as her daydreaming place, asylum and retreat. For here upon a papered wall a shelf is firmly hung, holding treasured symbols, memories to which she's clung. Fragile, dainty teacups, quite exotic and antique. Each could tell a charming tale, if only it could speak. Of forty years of marriage, as her thoughts cascade and drift, to her kind and thoughtful husband Jim, and unexpected gifts. Teacups were her favorite. He'd surprise her and he'd say, I bought this for my darling just because it's Saturday. They'd laugh and he would hold her, then he'd whisper in her ear, each time you see your teacups, know how much I love you, dear. All those special moments had become this fine collection, precious now that she was left with only recollections. Illness in its time had finally overcome her gym And so she loved her teacups, for they made her think of him. Down the road a mile or so from where resides Our Lady, 
lives a quiet, shy young man whose given name is Brady. Brady is an artist. Well, at least he strives to be. Painting portraits, landscapes, sometimes selling two or three. His art income is modest, nothing left for fun or frills. Commissions are infrequent and they rarely pay the bills. And so he chases other work, odd jobs that may arise, bringing in the money for his paint and art supplies. Today, he'll be a handyman for someone he adores, the lady living down the lane. He'll wash and wax her floors. She keeps him rather busy. He suspects the reason why has more to do with loneliness than skills he will apply. Every week she has a task. It could be lawn or gutters, fix an oil, a hinge upon, a squeaky door or shutter. She'll call him to the parlor, there present his modest fee, invite him to sit down a while and have a cup of tea. She'll ask about his painting, any news of sales or shows, what he's done and what he's doing, though she well already knows. For each of them, their solitude, these moments interrupt, and Brady fancies tea with her out of her fancy cups. Arriving at the front door, Brady smiles and rings the bell. Our lady quickly answers in a voice that he knows well. Moving to the parlor as they visit and they chat, she gets a mop and bucket while he hangs his coat and hat. She tells him she'll be upstairs changing sheets and pillowcases, and he can wax the parlor till they both can see their faces. They share a hearty laugh. She mounts the stairs, adjusts her shawl, as Brady moves the furniture from parlor to the hall. He's just a bit distracted as he clears the chairs away. He's thinking about the painting that he started yesterday, the color scheme he'd chosen, the dimensions and the scale. He dips the wrinkled mop head in the warm and soapy pail. Perhaps a different texture. I could finger paint, he jokes and starts to move the mop around with long and sweeping strokes. As he ponders whether oils would contribute or corrupt, he's backing towards the shelf that holds the saucers and the cups. Pulling back the handle, elbow cocked and carried high, he barely missed the edge as he conceives a painted sky. While planning where the clouds he'll paint will fade from gray to black, he pulls upon the mop and takes one fateful half-step back. The handle hits that shelf just like a swinging wrecking ball and lifts it from the hangers fastened to the parlor wall. Floating for a nanosecond, frozen in midair, the shelf and cups and saucers almost seem suspended there. But this is not enchantment nor a wizard's magic hex. No spell can change or alter what is going to happen next. Brady, with a face as white as England's cliffs of Dover, watches helplessly as fate and gravity take over. And 40 years of memories, of love's exquisite lore, of time and tears and tenderness come crashing to the floor. Brady stands, immobile, 
unbelieving in despair as quick and urgent footsteps loudly echo down the stairs. Then moving to the doorway, there to stand with mouth agape, the lady lets a mournful, oh, and choking cry escape. Brady cannot find his words, for what heartfelt expression do you utter when you smash someone's most prized possessions? I'm sorry, I'm so sorry, hung ineptly in the air. The lady moved unsteadily to sit upon a chair. Maybe I can fix them. I'll go get a box and broom. Brady leaves the mop and pail and rushes from the room. Running back in urgency and sweating like an ox, Brady gently sweeps the shattered pieces in a box. He turns to face the lady where she sits with wounded grace. Tears have left a glistening trail of grief upon her face. I've glue and towels and tweezers and a magnifying glass. He's stammering and stumbling, speaking anxiously and fast. I know it looks impossible, but maybe I... He pled, then tarried in mid-sentence when she sadly shook her head. Brady, and she choked her words, her voice a cheerless groan. There's nothing you can do now, and I think you should go home. He stood there, just so miserable, his feet like granite blocks. Stiffly, he extends his hands and offers her the box. No, she said now distantly, defeat infused her eyes. Please dispose of that for me. She bowed her head. Goodbye. Time, the plodding healer in the nights and days gone by, hasn't yet removed or dulled the thoughts that made her cry. It's not the loss of things themselves. No, that was not the treasure. T'was what they brought in mood and thought. That always was the pleasure. And now there's just an emptiness, an effort to recall the beauty that once found itself there on her parlor wall. She knows that gloom and moping won't reverse these aching hours, and so she plans to spend the day outside amidst her flowers. Putting on her bonnet and a pair of gardening gloves, she ambles to the porch to leave the thoughts of things she loved. Standing in her doorway, something there catches her eye, sitting on the topmost step in paper wrapped and tied. She lifts it from the platform, holds it firmly in her hands, is pulled back in the house by curiosity's demands. Entering the parlor on the table sets the thing, retrieves a pair of scissors, oh so gently cuts the strings, tears the wrapping paper where it's firmly taped behind, then stares in silent wonder as amazement fills her mind. A beautiful mosaic lies within the lacquered frame. A single ornate teacup is the image there ordained. Reds and blues and turquoise seem to shimmer and to dance, appearing carved with purpose and not fragmented by chance. Skillfully assembled by an artist's loving hand, she's never seen a work of art so elegant, so grand. 
She leans upon the table for a careful, closer gaze, and what she then discovers, she'll remember all her days. A gasp of exultation from her joyous heart erupts. This masterpiece is fashioned from her broken, shattered cups. And lying with the paper, something she'd not seen before, a small and sealed envelope, the front, her name it bore. Removing a handwritten card, she teared up as she read, words that touched her very soul, and here is what it said. My friend, I'm just so sorry for my awful, careless act. I've made a thousand wishes that the deed I could retract. But knowing I can never change the past and make it right, I hope that you'll accept this gift, that peace it will invite. I trust that God most merciful does surely understand. He takes our broken pieces and within his loving hands, the fragments that are jagged, sharp, unusable, discarded, when rearranged by him, become redeemed and well-regarded. So may this humble effort made of porcelain and glass remind you that his faithfulness will comfort you and last. These words brought such tranquility and healing to Our Lady, for at the bottom it was signed, affectionately, Brady. She finds herself emerging from the sadness that encased her and feels as if Almighty God himself has just embraced her. Now filled with new excitement, she attends to one detail, bringing to the parlor both a hammer and a nail. Placed with great intention as her gloom and sorrow flee, she hangs the bright mosaic where her teacups used to be. She wouldn't trade this gift for all the paintings in the Louvre and knows within her heart of hearts that Jim, he would approve. With joy as her companion, she retrieves a card and pen. Smiling to herself, she thinks about a special friend. Then sitting in her parlor, there's no place she'd rather be. She starts a note. Dear Brady, won't you come and have some tea? I have always been fascinated by mosaics. When standing close to them, they seem a random collection of broken, irregular shards and pieces. Take a few steps back, however, and they meld to become a beautiful work of art. You no longer see the individual shattered fragments, just the amazing result of viewing all those bits and pieces together in delicate artistry. God our Father is the ultimate artist. He can take the fractured, splintered, and damaged shards of our lives and somehow create beauty and wholeness where there was once brokenness and chaos. The book of Isaiah, chapter 61, verse 3, tells us that God will comfort all who mourn and bestow a crown of beauty instead of ashes the oil of gladness instead of mourning, and a garment of praise instead of a spirit of despair. When we allow the creator of the universe to arrange the pieces of our lives, 
something beautiful will emerge. In his hands, our broken teacups become masterpieces. We hope you enjoyed this week's podcast. Broken Teacups was written and narrated by Dana Buck. Devotional Thoughts were narrated by Kim Pratt, and this episode was produced by Beneath Blue Skies Productions. So Powerful Parables is a ministry of So Powerful, a nonprofit organization dedicated to empowering women and girls and combating extreme poverty in the African country of Zambia. To find out more, visit our website at sopowerful.org. Also, check out our books, So Powerful Parables and We Are So Powerful, both available on Amazon. All proceeds from the sale of these books go to support the work of our ministry. And finally, check out our other podcast, The So Powerful Podcast, featuring interviews with those who have been touched by this special organization. Until next time, May your life always be filled with beautiful rhymes.